Welcome to the Sprinkles of Spirit podcast with Lisa Yoga Angel. I'm Lisa and I am your host. I am a yoga and meditation teacher from South Florida with a lifelong passion for personal growth, mindfulness, and spirituality. And I am so excited to start this journey with you this year as I have been inspired to create a space where we can connect and receive a weekly sprinkle of positive energy, divine guidance, and to spark a conversation about how to cultivate self-love, confidence, and faith through living a well-balanced life in our mind, body, and spirit. Stay on the path with me to be uplifted, feel empowered, and to strengthen the connection between you your higher self, and the universe, which is always speaking to us. I am so grateful you are here, and I look forward to building this community and to helping you remember you are exactly where you are supposed to be, and you are loved beyond measure. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Happy Thursday. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful to have you guys here on this journey this year as I channel my my inner Oprah, <laughs> talking about all things for our mind, body, and spirit. So I hope you guys had or are having, rather, a beautiful full moon. I know we had our August full what's called the sturgeon moon. And I'll talk about that um, more towards the end uh, of the podcast. So, but first, uh, let's breathe. So please breathe with me. Those of you who are new, we take a breath to take a time out, to put down all the things, uh, go grab a cozy blanket, cup of wine or glass of wine or a cup of coffee or, you know, light a candle and Make this time, you know, your time, kind of like your little ritual here with me as we go along this year. So, all right, have my singing bowl here. So wherever you are, just go ahead and close the eyes. And take a deep inhale through your nose, filling up the belly, the ribs, shoulders, and big exhale as we get quiet here for a moment. Your next inhale is through the nose as you feel the sensation of calmness wash over you here for a minute. And then slowly open the eyes. Okay. Thank you always for that. You know, I always need that. (laughs) Who doesn't need to take a breath, right? Oh my gosh, right? So a topic I wanted to talk about. So I'm sure for those of you who, you know, follow me on Instagram or YouTube You've heard of the new uh, 
social media app Threads, and it got me to thinking. I did sign up for those of you who want to follow me. Um, I decided to check it out. You know, I was never on Twitter. Well, first, let me backtrack about my social media experience. I am in that, you know, I was born like totally had social anxiety, um, extremely shy. So when social media was like booming and Facebook started and all that, I was like, ah, no, <laughs> I was a little freaked out. I tried Facebook like on and off and it just, I don't know, it didn't work. I, you know, people started coming out of the woodwork, you know, and I was just, I don't know. It caused me a sense of anxiety, you know? And I was like, this just, I don't need this. <laughs> so I got off and I, then I think years later, tried it again. And I was like, oh no. And then I went along my yoga journey, you know, and it was, uh, through the encouragement of other yoga teachers and studios to, you know, Hey, have a social media following, you know, get them to come to your class. So my original idea was to start my Instagram to, to get people to come to my class and to let people to know that I became a yoga teacher and I had this offering and went through this transformational journey, you know, that helped me grow in so many ways and helped me with my anxiety and stress. And I just had to share it. You know, the passion was there and I was like, okay, this is a way you can share it and let people know. And I also did find Instagram very artistic and I'm, I'm a very artistic person. And um, I really appreciated that aspect of it. And I was like, all right, I can handle this. And I stuck with it because I actually do enjoy it. And then you can get really creative and follow creativity and, you know, all of the inspirational authors were on there and, you know, I had fun with it. And haven't been on anything else until uh, this threads opened up and, you know, the thought of having it, I like the word thread too, you know, because I believe we all have like a thread being woven in our lives, you know, that's kind of bringing us along the path, bringing us into alignment of, with the people we're supposed to meet and the opportunities meant to come our way. I liked the word thread, you know, and I was like, I'm going to check this out, you know, and I heard it's, it's kind of like a new Twitter or whatever. And, uh, the idea of kind of starting with a clean slate was, is very appealing as well. So it reminded me of, uh, a blog I wrote and it's called social, social media miracles. And, you know, a few mind-blowing social media statistics, uh, Facebook alone, and this was a few years ago, had an estimated 2.45 billion registered num members who are active each month. And then Instagram was not far behind at an estimated 1.0 billion registered members with 500 million stories being posted every day. So, the fact is, you know, when I read that, I was like, wow, this is, this is our reality. This is not going anywhere. And, you know, my own experience in the beginning was a little bit of a struggle. You know, I, 
anytime I would go to post, I felt like a sense of anxiety and I felt uncomfortable at first, you know, and I wasn't sure what to write, what to share, how much to share online. You know, remember I'm a very private person and it was like, oh my gosh, this is uncomfortable for me. (laughs) Took me a while to find my groove with it and really find my tap into my creativity and just allow myself to be artistic and allow myself to bring forward, you know, what was inspiring me. I wanted to share it, but it did bring up like a lot of fear, a lot of insecurity, especially in the world of yoga. You know, it popped up the the comparison syndrome arrived, you know, you, you see posts from other teachers with way more experience than I had. And it really just caused me that fear of judgment, fear of, not being good enough, not doing enough. And it took me a while to really kind of digest how I was going to use this platform, what I wanted to do with it. Um, Because I do, you know, like it or not, we all must admit social media is an extremely powerful tool. Okay. And it allows us to connect with people all over the world, not just in our own little worlds, but globally. And our youth, you know, our kids, are the children of the world, like they're growing up with a social media being a number one avenue of communication and receptivity. So, you know, I thought about it with thinking about that, that puts a lot of power in our little fingertips, doesn't it? Because it allows each one of us to create, to teach, to share, and to inspire one another. But here's the thing, you know, where there is light, there is also darkness. So the world of social media can really be a huge trigger for many people who maybe in a, in a vulnerable space, like it did for me, it's so easy to fall into the comparison trap, you know, bringing up an enormous amount of negative thought patterns. And to someone who may be suffering from anxiety or depression, it really can be detrimental to the well-being, you know, of many, many people. But what I want to tell you today, you know, my here are my thoughts on it. I look at it as a huge opportunity to shift people away from the darkness and bring them back to the light. What is the darkness? Negativity, judgment, fear, um, you know, anything that just pulls your vibration down, um, yeah, is the darkness. And we have the power, this opportunity to pull them back to the light by sharing positivity, kindness, right? You can share kindness, which is a miracle, right? So remember, you know, A Course in Miracles, I'll share with you, is a simple shift in perception from fear to love. And I do believe social media can be used to help people shift their perception from fear to love, from anger to hope, you know, 
from sadness to joy, you know, from feeling like life is just a hamster wheel to inspiring them to get creative and get curious in their life. So I have three questions here I'm going to leave you with and, you know, get out your journal and write them down and really, you know, spend some time really getting honest with yourself. Because I will tell you, before I post, I do ask myself these questions. Um, Because it's really easy to fall into that trap of, oh, I got to post more. Or, you know, you see other people posting a lot and, and getting so creative and sharing in such a great way. And then you feel like, ah, I didn't post anything this week. Or, you know, you feel guilty. You start to feel guilty or, you know, kind of this pressure to I don't know, like maybe get some feedback to validate who you are in some way and what you're doing when we don't need that validation. You know, you already are enough and you already are on the right path and you already are doing what it is you're supposed to be doing, you know? So here are the questions. Let's, let's uh, write down these questions. The first one is, why am I showing up? So I asked myself that, you know, speaking of threads, what is the purpose for creating your profile? What is the purpose for this latest post? So I find when I get really, really clear on what is motivating me to show up, it's going to help you become aware of who is running your social media profile. Is it your higher self? Or is it your shadow self? Remember, I spoke about that. We have our higher self. We have our shadow self connected to the ego. Are you offering a service? Are you hoping to inspire, educate, or uplift others? Or is it ego-driven? Are you just doing it because you're looking for reassurance by getting more, quote, likes, that you are good enough, you are fit enough, you are smart enough, you are worthy, you are pretty enough, you are strong enough. You know, what is the purpose of the post? Is it just for the likes? Are you, lo- are you logging on like right away to see, oh, how many people like that? And I'm not talking about like those of us who may be building a business or, you know, looking at analytics in, in, in more of that way. Um, I'm just talking about check in with yourself if it's ego-driven, you know? Be mindful of comparing your life with other people's peak moments that are shared online. These are people's peak moments. Remember that. It's like the trailer, you know? It's like the best trailer of everybody's life on there. It's not It's not 100% of what's going on, you know, in everyone's life. Um, and when you, when you find yourself comparing, it can really leave you feeling discouraged and less than, you know, and I do suggest, you know, in these moments, um, it might be helpful to take a break and log off for a while and revisit it, like reevaluate and revisit your intention, revisit what is your purpose for creating your profile and what's the purpose of the post. And then log back in when you have clarity and your intention for being online is clear. Okay. 
And then the second question, am I adding value? So here's what I'm going to say. Are you a social media taker? Meaning, are you just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and taking and taking and taking, but how do you contribute? Do you ever post? Do you ever leave a kind comment on that person's profile who you, you really enjoy their content? Do you let them know? Are you letting the teachers, the leaders, the authors, the creators who you look up to and you follow, do you let them know that what they create inspires you? So I definitely work on this one myself. I make sure every week I am not only am I just taking, right? I'm, I'm consuming, you know, the content of the people who I enjoy following. I make sure I'm giving back. And that is striking a balance. Remember, every this is what I'm talking about this year, you know, living a well-balanced life in our mind, body, and spirit. We have to have a balance, you know. We need the balance of giving and receiving. And with social media, it's really easy to fall into that the habit of just taking and scrolling through your feeds and absorbing everything you can without offering anything of yourself, right? But this is not fully utilizing this enormous platform of opportunity that we have online to really raise the consciousness of the collective, raise the consciousness of the people you're following, show up in service. You know, and for those of you who maybe it's, maybe you're just on there to share with your family and your friends, you know, you can still add value, right? You know, let them, let them see, um, you know, the good experience you had by finding the best um, cookbook or, you know, give them some kind of value, right? Or I I found, you know, the best way to organize my closet. Like, I don't know, there's, you can add value, even if it's just your your private little group, right? You can show up in service and in some way or, or let them know, oh, follow this uh, teacher, you know, or follow this astrologer, right? You can add value, you know, and share your unique gifts and gratitude for the gifts of others, you know, share your gifts and then show up with gratitude for the way others are giving theirs, you know, have that balance of giving and receiving. Okay. And then the third one, and I love this one and I'm overdue to, to actually do this. Who am I following? So take the time to review your following list. And I do this at least twice a year. I do an inventory because sometimes like, you know, you're just scrolling and you're like, oh, I really like that, you know, and you'll hit like follow. And then I'll go back and I'm like, why am I following this person? You know, like they might've had one cool post, but it's really not something I stand for or not really something I'm into. And I didn't even realize I clicked follow. So take inventory, you know, are you following profiles that are uplifting you, that are motivating you, that educate or inspire you? Are the profiles you follow really contributing to your positive mindset or are they bringing you down? Do they steal your joy? Are you connecting with like-minded people? So pay attention, you know, to who you're following on these platforms and, you know, remember what we are feeding our minds and 
thoughts with matters. You know, it's what we're going to see manifest in our life, you know, what we think we create. So I don't know. So this is just a little encouragement, you know, if the, if, if you do decide to join a new platform, you know, like threads, um, you know, make the time, you know, sit and decide and make the time you do decide to spend online this year an inspiring, happy, fun, and, and a fearless experience, you know, and then we can all watch, you know, the miracles happen, you know, as we lift others up. So yeah, those are my thoughts on social media. Let me know what you guys think. Okay. What are your angels saying to you this week? Oh, and I love this one because this kind of goes with a full moon and I'll have to read a little bit about the full moon. Okay. Your sprinkles of spirit message is create sacred space at home. My home is my place of solitude and serenity. I fill each room with loving energy and spend time connecting to my higher power. I love this one. So make sure you have, so I, I create an altar in your room. If you don't have one create, and it could be just a shelf, you know, it doesn't have to look like you're at church, but create a little corner, a shelf, a little space that can be your altar. Maybe put your favorite crystals on it. Maybe a, some sound healing, maybe a, a picture of your favorite spiritual author or teacher or ascended master that you believe in. You know, I have statues of, of Jesus. I have a little, I have Archangel Michael, you know, I'm, I really connect with the angelic realm. So I have angels, you know, you know, things that when you look at, they really raise your vibration and, and they're special and sacred to you, you know, aromatherapy, put frankincense on this, this space, you know, a place where you can get quiet, light a candle and drop in and drop in and connect with the higher power of your own understanding. And the word doesn't matter. God, universe, Buddha, you know, angels. It's that oneness, that consciousness, the universal consciousness, you know, that connects us all the source of love, you know, your label doesn't matter, but this is your angel saying, you know, kind of a calling, you know, to, to get quiet, sit with them in prayer. And the full moon is a beautiful time of month to do that. And remember, this is called the August sturgeon moon, um, which is, I learned, which is a, a, a fish, right? And a little bit about this fish is what I found is they swim around on the bottom, the deepest like part of the lake, right? The, the bottom of the lake. And they kind of stir things up. They take their time at the bottom of a lake and they stir up the mud looking for food. They rise from the deep dark towards the surface. So with the full moon, we can often feel a lot of emotions kind of intensifying and rising up and, and, and can leave you feeling, you know, a little exhausted. So this is kind of your angel saying, 
take some time and breathe in stillness and get quiet and yeah, take time to just fill yourself up with peace and allow yourself to let go if you're feeling really emotional this week, which, which a lot of us may be because of this full moon energy going on, you know, um, our inner work is necessary during those times of month. So important. Create sacred space at home. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, please be sure to leave a review. And until next time, have a beautiful week. Namaste.